What's up, Joes? Welcome to a special episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Ryan Dempsey. We'll be calling this one after the bell. We're here to talk and break down the uh, the Mayweather-McGregor fight that just ended about, what, 20 minutes, a half hour ago? How's it going, Ryan? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I got to say, uh, I don't think I've ever been as stoked through a loss of a guy that I rode as I am right now. It's like, I, like I'm, I, I'm, I know I'm stuttering and spacing my words right now, but like, it's hard <laughs> because I'm so, so amazed at what I just saw. <clears throat> well, that's the, that's the beauty of this show is like, we haven't had time to compose our thoughts. We haven't had time to process everything like we do going into the regular show for a breakdown. This is like natural instant reactions. I'm fucked up. Like I've been fucking smoking weed for uh, seven hours now. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna just gonna throw it out and assume that it's North American or worldwide tall boys for uh, for cans of beer. You guys, you guys, you guys call them tall boys. Tall boys. Only, yeah. only if we're drinking like twelve ounce, you know, or not twelve ounce, but uh, like twenty two ounce cans or whatever, twenty four oh. ounce cans oh. or, you know, or like uh, a, like a deuce or something like that. That's a tall boy. But if you're just seventy, we go four seventy three milliliters. So I don't know what that is. Like, I'm just gonna, anyway. Four point four point seven five milliliters is a fifth of booze, if I remember right. So I'm, I'm just going by the my my cans. I go four seventy three milliliters. So I, I don't know. Anyway, I got that. I got sixteen of those babies going through my veins right now already. Then that's just from about seven o'clock. Let's ask. Let's ask Google. But, you know, but, but the funniest thing is that see, I got sixteen beers going through my system right now, and I don't feel anything right now. Like I just the, the what I just saw. It just, it, 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 I feel like I would just, I witnessed history. Like I said, like we messaged each other during the during the whole card, and I told you before McGregor, I said, you know, crack your Guinness because we're seeing history one way or another, and we did. Yeah, we just, uh, we just saw a crossover fight that we will never. Like, I guarantee the only time you'll ever see a crossover fight again is when Conor McGregor takes on another boxer, because I don't think there's a name big enough in the next. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say 15 to 20 years. There's not going to be a fighter big enough to do what Conor McGregor just did. And there's not a boxer big enough to demand the attention that Floyd does. And I say that with all due respect because there's a lot of fight, uh, boxers that could demand it, but the world doesn't know about them. Let's let's get back to something important here. So your beer cans are measured out in milliliters. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, like uh, when you buy like uh, your tins of, of Coke at the store, they're 355 milliliters. No, they're 12 ounces. Wow, that's so fucking weird. We go 355. Well, a can, a, a can is 12 unless it's like a 16 ounce can. Then it's a little bit different, but I don't know. So I might guess that this might be a six. No, I don't know. I, I don't know what to call it. I'm, I we just go tall boys and we just get our four four seventy threes. 
what what do you guys measure weed in? Like we fucking ounce, baby. We do. I mean, we do grams and fucking ounces and pounds and shit too. But yeah, no. Well, weed. You know, your nickels, your dimes, and all that kind of. But <laughs> right, I understand. I, I'm just I curious. Personal measurement, right? I don't know. I'm just curious what you guys, because ours is obviously grams, and then grams convert to ounces. We, yeah, we do. We do grams and ounces too. We go back and forth, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just always assumed, I guess, that like your standard Coke can or standard whatever, but sixteen ounces, man, one pound. So I mean, so what? 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 The so we'll say what 500 uh, milliliters is half a liter there. So I got eight liters of beer going through my veins right now. And I got a couple more sitting in front of me still because I'm fucking on cloud nine from what I just witnessed. Right. Yeah. I didn't touch a drop of alcohol tonight. Just a lot of food and a shit ton of weed. I got to say, I'm so fucking pissed off that I couldn't teleport over to your house. <laughs> <laughs> That bitch looks fucking good. Dude, I told you we don't fuck around. And this is probably, like, I mean, we've had a lot of nights where we had steak and stuff like that. But this was probably, like, the best spread we ever had. I mean. See, I was going to say, like, last time we talked, I forget what the card was. I don't know if it was the Jones card, but you talked about the the steaks on the on the, on the the barbecue. Yeah. And to me, that for me was, like, a waste. Why? Because, wait, because, like, when I think of like a fight and you're sincere, like I want to see like my table got like you know you got your nachos, you got your chili, you got your dips, you got you know you got your little like fun salads, like you know, not like salad but like macaroni something like stuff like that. Um, like I like that kind of, like, when I hear steak, I'm like when I hear steak, I'm thinking like I'm at the restaurant, indulging in a nice meal, then I'm going to the event live in Vegas kind of deal, you know. Oh no, man! You fucking. I mean, you eat steak and you're watching a fight on a 55 inch 4K TV. Like, that's pretty damn good. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying like, spread tonight was like my like. I told you like I'll, I'll be there in five minutes. Like right. I was like <laughs> every so. I'm gonna go invent that time machine, go back in time, and get a passport and travel down to the <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Sometimes we just get like pizzas and shit, but most of the time fights are a big deal. So either you know I'll, I'll cook chicken on the grill or or something. But if it's a big fight, usually it's we get some steaks and shit. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we did tonight. Is we did uh well, I I, uh, I did a lot of canning today, like getting the uh, jams and jellies, and I saw some pictures. Oh, so we got all that done today. So I'm like, so I just uh, I just did my uh, my bread dip, which I was just telling you, you know, it's basically like your uh, spinach dip, but uh, you know, you take a nice loaf of dark rice, sourdough, take off the top really thin, take out the center. Saute up some nice thick Montreal cut bacon with some uh, thinly sliced red onion rings. Saute it up, mix in some sour cream and some pepper. Mix it up, put that in the center. Then you butter up uh, both sides of the of the bread you scooped out. You scoop and then you put on some butter on the uh, underside of the bread that you cut. Slice it up, put it in the oven, toast it up for about 
seven, ten minutes. <sighs> Dude, that, that sounds some, amazing. Some grain cheddar on top of the on top of the bread. It's so it's. I mean, like, see, I'm not a big spinach guy. Like, Eric, I'm not a big spinach dip guy. So I wanted to try and find something that I could enjoy. So, I mean, I just got creative a couple of years back. and No, I'm not the hugest thing. spinach dip guy either. So your your um, recipe actually sounds really delicious to me. So Hook it up. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was a good time. This was, a f- I mean, okay, I, I, I talked to you about it earlier, like, and I saw some people, other people talking about it on social media. The, the undercard, like, boxing is, I know you love it, and I know Blake loves it, and I've got a buddy, Ryan, another buddy, Ryan of mine, that is, like, a diehard boxing fan. Uh, I just can't do it, man. I was super bored. We turned on the fight because we were doing our our um, our draft, and I'm right. used I'm and I'm used yeah. to MMA time, so I thought the undercard started at eight. Okay, you're right. Yeah. So I turned on. I think our draft got done like eight thirty ish. I turned on for the last fight of the prelims on Fox, and that shit was boring as fuck. And then the pay per view started. And the first fight was boring as fuck. That first fight was like, it. it I think oh, I'm trying. To, uh, I saw Blake had commented. Yeah, the technicality of it all. It, and yeah, and that's the and that's the like watching it. Um, and it's like we talked about. To me, when it comes to ground games, I can watch pure jujitsu, no problem. Right. But rest, but wrestling for some reason. I don't get into it as much when it comes, when it comes. Uh, so like, I can understand why someone won't like boxing right? because there is, I mean, look at Floyd Mayweather. I can get why people don't like him because he's that kind of guy that feels those fights out. Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather rarely wins those early rounds because he's deciphering the fighter. So he's going to lose those first rounds, but it looks boring to the fighter or to the fan because <laughs> no one's because Jesus Floyd's Christ. just standing there figuring out what's going on. Um, but to the fan, they don't they they don't see that same way. So that that first fight on the card was that in a nutshell, it, and, uh, except there there wasn't a Floyd Mayweather in the fight. Right. Uh, Cunningham's a fun fighter. He's you know I mean he fought he fought Tyson he knocked down Tyson Fury. I mean, so I mean, like, you can kind of see the kind of fighter that he is. That he has, he has power. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna say his name. Uh, dropping the name right now. Uh, uh, name slipped my tongue, but uh, the guy that he fought is a Mayweather guy. So you can kind of see why that fight would have been the style that it was. It was. Was that it was the first fight of the main card? I, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I, I don't say, know the names, but I want, I'm I want to say uh, BD, but I, I know I'm wrong. But yeah, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, but, but but being a being a Mayweather guy, that's a Mayweather fighter, right? Well, he's and fights where he's gonna eat some shots, but he's not big enough to where the people are gonna accept that slower start. Uh. 
they're not going to accept that slower start to the fight because he's not 49 and 0. Right. Well, and it just, I don't know. It just wasn't, there just wasn't anything really to it. It was just a really boring, boring fight. But I can understand it and, and I can give the comparison of watching an MMA fight between two guys like Gunnar Nelson and Damian Maya. To a lot of people, that is extremely boring. I thoroughly enjoy it because exactly. I enjoy jujitsu. The same thing with like watching in, watching in like an EBI or something like that. Uh, uh, you know, we're two really high level guys like Gary Tonin and, and Vinny Magalhaes went at it for the, uh, the two, the light heavyweight title. There was a lot of feeling out. I mean, especially Gary was giving up weight, but whatever it, it you know, strategy shit and that to that stuff. That's kind of boring to people, but when you appreciate it. So that's why, like, I understand why people like you and Blake and stuff got really excited about that. To me, I'm super bored by it, but I'm not a boxing fan. I, I haven't cared about boxing that's, in years. And that's the thing, like, uh, to me, and, and and that's, like, we, we talk about like, the, the mutual respect of understanding certain martial arts are going to mean something to, to one person, but not to someone else. Like, like um, you listen to Joe Rogan doing the commentary, when someone is taken down and they start working off their back, Joe Rogan starts to be like, okay, watch. He's in, if he moves his left leg here or moves his right arm, or he, like, he just starts, he can see what's going to happen. That's how I see the boxing. Right. I see someone work the body. I can kind of start, start seeing where the fight's going to start going because you know the fighter, you can know the background. It's but boxing now is what boxing was, and I don't know, I don't know like if it's like the concern about longevity and trying to extend your career to make more money, about health, but one way or another, it's not like like the, you know Muhammad Ali, Jack Johnson, Jack Dempsey, uh, Mike Tyson, you know what I mean these guys that are just like knockouts or exciting fights like you're going to get those kind of fights that are very technical and those are the ones that i find fun well and and some of it though i don't know how much technicality it's just a lot of dudes swinging and missing well that and that's the thing like like when you see uh statistics where a boxer has 35 to 45 percent accuracy that's really awesome because you're like you see so i mean (laughs) Uh, in the uh, 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 cleverly Jack fight, Jack threw ninety-one punches in the second round, and then he followed up with ninety-nine punches in the third round. That's ridiculous to do in three minutes. You know, in in six minutes he threw like a, almost two hundred punches. Right. So you're going to be so low is it you're not going to be in your 50 60 70 percentages but it's where you make them land like you might throw a feint and that like if you throw a a punch that you're not intending to land they count that as an attempt right i'm not even talking about like feints and shit like that because like i understand feints I've, i've watched enough striking stuff it's right. It's just like swinging, like in the earlier the two fights that I watched before, or the the last fight of the prelims and the first fight of the main event. 
for the main card. It was it just, I mean, it was the same thing like all of us were saying. And, and you know, there's the sec- no... Second, the second Fox card fight was... It, was... it was bad. I mean, there was so many low blows. There was... A ton three... of low blows and then and, and a ton and... of just throwing shit in the at the air yeah. and nobody connecting it started off i think because both fighters started off really intense and uh uh delorme uh, was he on short notice or was he fight he was, it, there was a fight on sh- one of them was on short notice now i can't i'm so far gone on this right now uh i'm i so can't fine. i can't help you there because i don't know shit but it was a short notice fight, so I mean, boxing on short notice is a lot different than MMA on short notice, right? Um, so when and when those guys started, they were going very high volume, very fast, and it was really fun to watch the first couple of rounds. I think I messaged you on that fight, and I said, "Okay, this one's a little bit better." He yeah, said, yeah, this one, this was. But the problem is, is that when they get to that thing, it's like, okay, like I'm hitting this stuff, I'm hitting it. And they're going to keep going and going and going, but they're wearing themselves out because they're throwing so much that they're going to just be swinging for the fences and hit nothing. That, well, yeah. and, and because, I mean, and, and someone like you, and, and, and there's no disrespect, but being like you would say, like you're used to the kicks and the takedowns. Like, that's where, you know, you, you, you'd see the combos being punch, punch, kick, takedown, or punch, punch, kick, kick. So when you're saying punch, punch, it's going to be punch, punch. Like, there, like, there's no other option. So if you're missing your punches, you're just going to keep on missing them. I don't know. I just attribute it. I mean, I get it. Like I said, I understand it. <coughs> the comparison <coughs> between <coughs> jujitsu and, and boxing and stuff like that, like the analogy I used. I understand it. But it's <coughs> also a pretty good explanation as to why boxing is nowhere near uh, outside of Floyd fights anywhere near the popularity that it ever once was and has fallen way behind with MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's due to things like that. I mean, if every MMA fight was Damian Maya versus Gunnar Nelson, MMA would not be as popular either, which, again, I understand. But that, that that's just my comparison. I think, I mean, and and I'll get into the, uh, this thought later on because we haven't really even talked about the, the important fight on the card. We've we've discussed a lot of the undercard, but, um, yeah, it just I don't know. For me, as as a non boxing fan, it, it is what it was. What it was, the important thing of the night was the main event. Obviously, the fight of the century, and it 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 turned out. I mean, Connor still winds up being the winner in the fight. Uh, uh, Connor won. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Floyd can take... Like, and, and I, Floyd I, got the victory, but Connor it, won the it, fight. You know, you know uh, uh, Drew McCarthy, you know, he, he'd said whatever. Uh, he had put a post on Facebook and I commented, he's not 50-0. He's 49-0 with one exhibition. The exhibition, exactly. When you watch it, it, it go back and it, I mean anyone can go back and watch this fight. Conor McGregor should have had points taken in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah. ninth. 
he had rabbit punches nonstop, and nothing was done about it. Right. It, it was let go because it was an exhibition. This was not a real boxing match. Like, let's not get anything crossed. Connor should, like, Connor won the first. I had four. I can see three. But in actuality, it should, he should have had one round one and then three rounds drawn. And then five rounds to Floyd and then the finish in the ten. Right. Um, the, <clears throat> it, it, but it was. I mean, Connor did it. I mean, he was in there the whole time. He didn't look, he didn't, you know what? He didn't look bad until the 10th round when he looked, when, when his exhaustion fully set in the same way that he didn't look bad against Diaz until his exhaustion fully set in. Right. Yeah. Stretching him to the limit is, is where it goes, but you're right. I agree with you. You know, I definitely had him winning. The first three rounds, I kind of lost my track of the scoring after the fourth round. I was just so focused and fucking too high. But I thought Connor, he proved a, a big point tonight. You know, everybody that said he was going to get killed in the first round, in the second round, whatever, you know, way early, didn't give him any kind of a chance. And he stood in there. He He didn't look bad at all. He didn't make himself look bad. He didn't make the sport look bad. You know, he didn't embarrass the MMA community. He went in, he fought against, you know, arguably the greatest fighter of all time. And, you know, got a hold of him a couple of times. There were a few times where he was, you know, kind of trying to string things together. I thought there was a shot he was going to put Floyd out. But, you know, credit to Floyd, he handled it. and, and and, And the big thing, like, Floyd was very smart in the sense that Whenever Connor got in close and started landing things, he turned his back, and you could just tell it was an insignificant thing where Connor took his back, and he landed a couple punches that some were legal, some should have been penalized, but ultimately the referee had to break them up, and it was smart on Floyd's part to know that once once Floyd gets or once Connor gets in tight, if I turn my back. He's just going to clinch me, and they're going to have to separate. Yeah. And, and Floyd, and he utilized his knowledge of MMA and you and put it into boxing. And I, and I think that's a, 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 an aspect of the fight that you're not going to hear people talking about. Oh. Every time Floyd turned his back was him clinching in a way. Did I just hear the police behind you? Yeah, they're coming to get me. They uh, they they got my laptop because they heard our conversation last night. They found them baguettes in compromising positions. Sourdough. <laughs> oh my so god! I to find what I did with the dinner rolls. The fucking bread conversation. I I hadn't made it that. <laughs> I started listening today at work, but I didn't make it all the way that far because I got busy doing some other I hope shit. No one makes- i i'm questioning how many people made it that far and if they stuck around through it that's why i was like all right we gotta fucking call this shit now (laughs) no i mean floyd floyd did exactly what floyd needed to do he he you know he handled the early rounds and weathered the storm let connor do his thing and exhaust himself out sized up what he could do and then came alive later on 
And even still, Connor, you know, did a good job staying in there and still making it interesting and landing shots and pressuring for Floyd. <laughs> and, and even he, he may have lost the round, you know, like say like Raz six and seven. Like I'm, I have, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I'm going off my a first watch. I haven't gone back and seen it, so like I am still might get these uh, rounds off. But oh, in I rounds, don't... say round six and seven, like he came out strong. Like it's not like he came out and was exhausted, hands dropped, and like was just trying to lift them up to throw a punch. He landed some shots, but Floyd just won the round. He was coming out strong, like, through most rounds, I think. And then... The the 10th round was when he really couldn't go anymore. Yeah, but even then, he he came out with a little flurry at the very beginning. And it just... It was the last little bit of energy he had. But you you could just tell that it was just... you, You knew going into that... The way that the ninth ended, you knew it was going to be, at the worst, late in the tenth. Oh, absolutely. The only thing, I wish the ref would have just. I mean, I know every you know he he was on his way done, but yeah, at least I think it was kind of anticlimactic, not letting him. If he's gonna if you're gonna call it for a knockout, let him at least put him down, let him hit the canvas. Yeah, and that, but and the thing is like that is how boxing goes. The boxing right. have a guy against the ropes, getting hit, and they'll just end it. Uh, but I, and Connor even said like, I you know I I wish that he just let me hit the mat. Yeah, and I yeah, think I he, mean, and, and that's the but he has that warrior's heart. Well, I think in the, I I think that's what we deserved. Like if if we were gonna get a knockout. Let's get a knockout. And I don't mean like he has to knock Connor unconscious, but if you're going to stop right. the fight, at least let it hit the goddamn mat. But then this is where, and this is where we get into like the, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's that, that weird conversation that now, because in MMA, a guy's on the ground, he gets hit twice, goes limp, gets hit three more times. And we're like, well, the referee stopped it too late. Boxing, his arms are down. He's against the ropes. He's getting hit in the head and the body. The referee stops it. Well, we should let him get hit a couple more times and hit the ground. Like it's it's the same deal of like we're like do we want to prevent the trauma or not? Like yeah, it's like it. it okay, but I, it wasn't it wasn't like he was taking he wasn't taking heavy damaging shots. Like Floyd was hitting him, but he wasn't. He's not. It was it had the heavy damaging shots, but. But the thing with, with with boxing and with the lighter gloves is that Connor his face won't wouldn't show it, but the damage that he ate in six rounds from Floyd's uh, punches would have been equal to what he could have eaten in like one to two hard rounds in MMA. Like those like in like in boxing, you take a lot more punishment to the head because you don't have anything it's head and body like you're not hitting the legs <clears throat> and those and the and <clears throat> and the like getting a hit repeatedly in the head and not showing damage is like it's it's not i mean i think it was the right move to stop it i think that he had eaten enough shots 
throughout the fight to put him in that position. He was tired. He couldn't hold his hands up. He was getting hit in the head. He'd been eating shots for a number of rounds. I see the argument of letting him hit the ground. I can see it from Connor saying because he's the warrior that he is. But ultimately, the referee has to the referee has to know when to stop the fight. And the, I mean, a boxing ref knows when to stop it. And I'm happy that he didn't let Connor get three or four or five or six more shots, or let the round end, and then it goes into the eleventh round. Like, I mean, who knows? I mean, Connor somehow survives because he didn't fall. Eh. I don't know. Difference of opinion on it. I, I just, I didn't think that. I thought, you know, but I don't watch boxing, so I don't know how they fucking stop shit. I just felt like it was stopped sooner than it needed to be. I didn't, I didn't think, oh my God, he stopped it and he still could have won the fight, but the fight could have gone on longer a little bit. I think, I think uh, my, my biggest reasoning, I think, for why. I'm not upset with the stoppage. It, I, when I saw it happen, I was like, you know what? It should have happened. And I was happy that it did. But when Connor came out, he didn't really fight it. He gave props to Floyd. And he said he wished he would have hit the ground. But he didn't say anything. Because I, th- I think Connor knew that it was over. The way that he talked to that in that and at the, uh, the post-fight interview... He knew that it was going to end in that round. Well, yeah, everybody. I'm not saying it wasn't going to so, I mean, end. Why take, so why take more damage? You know, like, like he knew. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I think he he respects the fact that it ha- that it, that it happened the way that it did. Well, he did kind. Of, I mean, he didn't argue it to anybody, but he did point out you know, that he was still in it after they stopped it. He said it to the doctor. He said it to the ref. Like. I'm not. I'm not upset by it. I'm not screaming out. It's a travesty. I just felt like it could have. It was anticlimactic. I, you know, if I'm gonna get a finish, I want it to be a finish. That's what I'm used to. If you're if you're gonna get a fucking finish, finish it. But I, like I said, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I don't. It's not. I don't feel gypped out of anything. Well, I mean, I'm, anticlimactic. I'm, I'm, it is what it is. But I'm, I mean, truly, I guess. I mean, I should point out. That I mean, partial uh, part of uh, part of the reason, sorry, that Connor is probably not overly upset as to how it ended was I messaged you that he started today with a net worth of thirty million dollars, and going into today with a loss, he would have finished today with one hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. So right, he, exactly, million dollars, regardless, like just guaranteed. 30, they say third man guarantee, but they mean endorsements, not the other nonsense that they got. So, I mean, I, can, I mean, that obviously goes into a into play with why he wouldn't be so upset with why it was stopped. Well, yeah, but. he's getting that guarantee for the fight. He's also getting the promotional cut, and then and then he finally gets endorsed. <laughs> right. But you know, being being one of the co promoters of it, he's getting a fucking fat check off of that. Massive talk. Like with, with it, they said, Floyd Neighbor had a chance to make upwards of three hundred million dollars tonight. Well, yeah, because his promotion is the lead promotion but, on it. But good <laughs> God Almighty, he was in he was in the he was in the ring for what 
28 minutes and got $300 million? Like, good well, lord. I mean, yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of money, but if you break it down, it makes sense. He's probably, it's $150 million off the payout for the fight, probably 75 to $100 million as the promoter, and then the rest is made up in his sponsors. Oh no! Like I'm not. I'm not saying like yeah, like it, it doesn't make. Like, I'm like it just like it just blows my mind. Like right. I, I mean, he actually did a really good job. Also, uh, for the people that didn't watch the card, in between the fights, they did a couple little segments on Connor and Floyd, and they talked the <clears throat> the one thing about Floyd. He said uh, it made no sense to him while he was out there doing his thing the promoters making more money than him. And that's what inspired him to do his own promotions. And they, I mean, they didn't go too much in depth, unfortunately, but I mean, like hearing Floyd talk about what inspired him to start up Mayweather, uh, Mayweather promotions, like it's, I feel like it's only a matter of time before fighters realize that, you don't have to use the UFC. It's just a matter of time before UFC becomes just MMA in general, and we're going to see the same thing. It's, it's mean, a matter of time. And something like the Ali Act has to happen in the in MMA for something like that to happen, though, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what would the uh, that was it Triple M Double A that's starting up or whatever it is? I mean, that's yeah. That's, but we haven't heard. The, that's the ground. That's the ground floor of it. Again. Is it it's though? Been, I mean, we've already had we've already had the uh, a couple of different unions start up and and not do shit. And what have we had about the? What have we heard about them since that big press conference? But I mean, not it has, much. It does have to start somewhere though. I mean, I think that you know oh. you're gonna have a couple. Of, you're gonna have a, a, a lot of failures before you get your successes. Well, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that fact, but I'm just saying like we've had plenty of these things start up before, but they all seem to go about it wrong, and it all dies off quickly. It comes in with a quick, loud boom and bang, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, and goes silent. I mean, how many months ago? What was that back in like February, January, whatever? <laughs> when that big press conference and shit happened, and we haven't heard Dick. Like I think it was last year. Was it even that far back? I thought it was like. I think it was last year. I think it was, I thought it was before uh, before the first Madison Square Garden occurred. Yeah, you're probably right. It was probably like in October. I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking it was winter time, but whatever. I'm fucking baked. <laughs> but either way, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, so even that's an even more of a point. So we're almost coming up on a year. And we haven't heard dick from but, I mean, the thing, but, but, but But you think about it, like, it, 1920s, boxing boxing fighters were, I mean, they would have to fight, like, you know, 180 fights in their career, and they would die poor. And it was until the 80s, 90s, before they were really starting to make that money. So, I mean, MMA, I mean, it is a different era. So, I mean, it could be 30 years, but I think what Floyd Mayweather has done will help set a precedent for fighters going forward. It might not be today, tomorrow, next year, next decade. But, I mean, 
I think that there's a good possibility that MMA is going to see a big change in pay. It's just going to it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of fighters that are going to want to make a big sacrifice. And I mean, with UFC buying everything up, I think that actually hurts them because these guys are going to be able to you know jump over to Bellator to get different. I think UFC is going to have to bend to guys eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's got to, like I said, the Ali, something like the Ali Act has to happen in MMA before we're going to get any kind of traction. Like these unions, it's it's just not going to. Right, yeah. It. Oh, 100%, yeah. But until, and that's where boxing separates itself. It's got the the, the things like the Ali Act and shit like that to, to open up the markets. MMA doesn't have that. I mean, the, the competition is starting to to happen. I mean, Bellator is buying up plenty of guys from the UFC. Ryzen's doing a good job of building guys up. I mean, they took Horiguchi, who was at the time, what, number three in the world? Yeah, three or four, yeah. <laughs> you know, sitting in line probably for a title shot. And they yeah, again, yeah. I mean, he was really close to getting a, a, a rematch with with Mighty Mouse. Because I mean, he, for sure. I mean, and they're doing an he, awesome job. He had the best. He had one of the better showings against Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until the last second of the last round that he got subbed. Yeah. Um, and he was looking really impressive ever since that loss. But they it, Ryzen has been doing a good job of building up that one twenty five division over there. And if the UFC goes through with their threats of shutting down the division, like, it's just gonna all flood into Japan. Yeah, well, well, that's it, right? Like, I mean, Bellator is willing to throw money where you can get sponsors. Ryzen is willing to throw money where you can get sponsors and do so, steroids. I mean, so, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, and it's only and once the Reebok deal ends. I mean, if UFC re-ups with Reebok and it's the same deal, I I think that's... I mean, I'm kind of going to go off, off track a little bit here, but I think Dana White's just about done with UFC because with the amount of money he made with the IMG, uh, uh, WM, WMI, WME sale, uh, that plus all the money he's making with Connor right now, I, I don't see him lasting much longer. And with him gone, I think the UFC is going to be in, like, like it, now it's an entertainment run business. It's not a fight run business. And if they don't get the right person in charge, UFC is going to change drastically in the next, I think, two, two and a half years. Yeah, I mean, more than likely the next guy in line would be somebody like Mick Maynard. Or Sean Shelby, Sean Shelby probably. If they're smart, they go Shelby because at least or he's get, got. Or they get Joe Silva to come back and run the company. They, 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 they need to do something because like Dana White's getting so much money that he's eventually going to say, "I'm out." He doesn't like, I would, seem withdrawn though. Like, I, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm probably just going to sound like an absolute moron right now. I wouldn't be surprised if you see. White Mayweather, uh, White 
White McGregor promotions starting up in the very near future, and Connor starts focusing solely on boxing and starts getting serious coin because there's a lot of boxers. Holy shit! Right now, Connor can take <laughs> Connor can take four fights in the next three three and a half four years and make five six hundred million dollars minimum. <laughs> I would not be surprised if you see White McGregor promotion starting up in the very near future. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he would just, if he'd do it. He's already got McGregor promotions. He don't need Dana. Dana just helps along the way, though. If Dana anything, and... if anything, he brings in Lorenzo. Like that's who Connor's tight with. Lorenzo I, is Lorenzo. <laughs> And Lorenzo, yeah. I mean, without Lorenzo, the, this deal, yeah. this deal didn't get done. That's yeah, that's true. Like let's let's not forget, like Lorenzo's still lurking around. He may not have his hands in the UFC, but this, oh, no. this yeah, shit. Yeah. He, he he stepped out, but he he kept his uh, uncle. He Fra- kept this on on the doorknob. Oh yeah, Uncle Frank and fucking fucking uh, Lorenzo were definitely up in there. Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. I just feel like Dana White's more the face that people know. That's why I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be something along those lines. But yeah, I, I, I regardless, I mean, I can see, I can see Triple G, Malinaji, and Canelo all fighting Connor in the next five years, and Connor making. I mean, Floyd Mayweather became the sixth or seventh athlete to surpass uh, $1 billion, and I can see Connor doing the exact same thing in an extremely short time frame. But of those three, Alvarez is probably the biggest money, but it's not that big of money. It's not the money that he's getting out of out of fighting Floyd. Like, No, but I mean, like, but, but I mean, I mean, Floyd fighting... You know, Cotto and De La Hoya and Canelo and Madonna. He fought names that North Americans didn't know, but he made a boat ton of money because of his name. Connor can fight whoever he wants. It's his name that's attached to it. It's gonna co- that's gonna uh, bring in all that money. Uh, there's a lot of factors at play there, man. I just don't. It Connor Connor sells no matter what, but it trying to continue to sell him at boxing is going to be a really tough thing to do. And, I think that if he had plus the heat that came up in the past week with uh, with Malinaji, I think I can I I can definitely see a Malinaji fight. I, and who really back, who's really interested in that fight though? You can sell it because of the, the the random history. How did you sell McGregor Diaz one? People still bought it just because you they had no history. Nobody had a choice in McGregor Diaz one, and that's MMA. You didn't have, like, have to buy that fight though, right? Though, but I mean, trying to get the boxing purist to buy into this. I think I think McGregor put. I think McGregor. Impressed a lot of people tonight. I, I'm not I, saying that he didn't, but I think I think that I think that there's enough people in the MMA community that will want to see him 
will just whoop Molinari's ass. No, right? I think there's enough people in the MMA community that want to see him get his ass back in a cage and defend a belt. For how much money, though? Who fucking cares how much money? Connor. Connor, you, 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 how much are they gonna? They're gonna say, okay, Connor, you get you get the winner of Kevin Lee or, or twenty three. He already so, said he's coming back to fight. Or you, get, or, or you get to fight Habib. We're gonna give you three million dollars. Or he's uh, not getting the same all, money anymore. That 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 whole we all know that's fucking off the table. And it's probably already been negotiated, Ryan. It was probably part of the negotiations of him getting to get to get the or get this fight in the first place. But if he can okay, but just throw it out there. If he can if Oh it, Ryan, you're the booze is talking. Say, let's just say if he can fight Malinaji for forty five million dollars or he can fight in UFC for twenty million, what would you think he would take? Probably the fight that he knows he can fucking win and continue to be Malinaji. the champion. No. Well, he already whooped him once. Why wouldn't he do it officially to get paid for it? It's sparring. Ryan, you're 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 grasping here. You're really uh, grasping. I mean, he went into this fight knowing he would lose. Why wouldn't he take another fight saying who cares I'm gonna get paid? Again, though, okay, but he's also got to get the fucking UFC to let him do it. He's still under contract. They allowed him to do this. Without without their say-so, this fight doesn't happen. So all of this so, extracurricular but boxing but, shit. But the UFC's still going to make money off of whatever he does, though, right? Not as much money as they're going to make if he fights in your organization. How much? I... How much of the piece of the pie do you really think that the UFC got? Where was their name at in anything? Did you see it anywhere on the ring? Nope. Did you see it in any of the billboards and or the backboards of any of the press conferences? Nope. There was no Zufa. There was no UFC. I pointed this out on the show after the very first press conference. The UFC got a piece of this, but they ain't got shit compared to what they get off of a fucking Conor McGregor pay-per-view in the UFC. That's their piece of the pie. So which yeah, one do you, that, but which one, fair, so wait, let me, wait, let me finish my point. Like, Ryan, okay. let me finish my okay. point. Which one do you think they're going to take with the guy that they have under contract? Are they going to take the small little slice to go let him fight and make a shit ton of money? Or are they going to take the big slice or the three quarters of the pie that they're going to get of them of the fighter that they have under contract fighting in their octagon? Which one do you think the business that is billions of dollars in debt right now going to take? Okay. Uh, uh, which, wait, which one do you think the UFC is going to take? Okay. I, okay, I'll say the UFC is going to want him to fight there. Okay. But, but do you think the Conor McGregor is going to just take a small percentage of money that he could get? Ryan, we, we, we already went over this. The, 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 money that he was, the money that he was getting before is no longer the deal. Conor can just walk away from the whole, the whole game. He, you know, I mean, he can just say, I'm, I'm retired. He can, and then he cannot do shit with, for like two can, years. Maybe. 
Well, oh, dude, if he if he retired while under contract, he is not going to do shit because the UFC will have his ass tied up in court. Ask Randy Couture what happens when you go to court with the UFC. No, 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 no I'm not. I'm saying that. Who know? Like the whole crazy spending thing. Maybe he's you know if he is truly worth you know say a hundred million dollars. If he just settles down, he never has to go back to UFC. Okay, you're really goes, reaching now with your if he settles down. Like, that's not going to happen. He's not just all of a sudden going to one day be like, oh, well, now I should stop spending all this money that I've been doing. Like, that's not going to happen. That's like saying if Floyd settled the fuck down, he wouldn't be in debt to the IRS. Family changes things, though. Who knows? I mean, like, Bro, he's spending $6,000 on a suit for his three-month-old child. That is that, not settling down. That UFC Showtime helped sponsor that little picture. Come on. He still bought the fucking suit for the kid, Ryan. It, it, that's that not. Was, that is not settling down. That's not settling down. I I think Conor Rare can demand a lot from the UFC that they will, they will not. I think I can see them butting heads a lot. I can see him demanding stake in the UFC. I can see him demanding. He already uh, has. And nobody's saying that he's not going to get it. No, I, that's not my point. But this whole he's going to continue boxing thing is a complete pipe dream while he's still under contract for this organization. They're not going to let him continue to box until he comes back and makes them some money, some real money. Not some little tiny slice of the pie money, some real motherfucking money, some Madison Square but, Garden uh, shit. So it, now we go to, the, but now we go into the Ali Act. Conor McGregor can't make money because, like, there like, is no the, Ali Act, Ryan. So that's a a moot point. Not the McGregor Act. Why can't that happen? Oh my god, you're you're going off the fucking rails. You're just, you're I'm, you're I'm reaching just, for shit so hard. Given possible scenario, like there, there are. I mean, to prevent someone to say that you have to do this and you can't do that, I can definitely. I mean, if it worked for one person, it's gonna be hard to say. But how much time is that going to take to get to that point? Well, a a while, a while. But I think the UFC needs him. UFC has no draw except for Conor McGregor. They have to bow to him right now. What he wants to do. They like they have to give it to him. Where are they going to go? John Jones, Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey. Who is their big draw right now? Their biggest draw outside of Conor McGregor is Cody Garbrandt. That's it. They don't have any pay per view draw. They need Conor McGregor. Whatever Conor McGregor wants to do, they have to say okay. But you have to do this. McGregor says okay. You let me do two boxing fights and make all this money for myself, and I'll give you guys one fight. UFC will have to say yes because they need Conor McGregor right now. They have no They won't draw. have to say yes. They have no draw. They have no. They, they have no won't, Ryan. Ryan. They don't have. No, they don't have to say yes. They, they don't. That, that's that's a ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous, okay. dude. Okay. Conor McGregor named the top five pay per view draws that you would spend. Oh. No, like do it. Like like who? Ryan, you're just going fucking all over the goddamn place and off the rails about this shit. 
he's like, not going to continue boxing until he fights in MMA. Like that that's just it's not gonna happen. He can demand it, but it's not gonna fucking happen. Again, the the, the company that owns his rights is not going to allow him to continue this kind of circus and them not make shit off of it. But the, but, um, but what I'm trying to say is that Conor McGregor right now is the UFC. But like he UFC has at the same it. time, Conor McGregor needs the UFC to continue a fight career. He doesn't need the UFC to make money. He can go act. He can go do other shit. But to fight and to make money off of fights... He has to honor his shit with the UFC before he's going to get an opportunity to do anything else. So anything outside that crazy realm of possibilities is a moot point until he goes back and makes the money for the company. So say he goes, he does one UFC fight. That like the amount that he can demand from them, like it, it's it, it's realistically it's astronomical. And he can demand whatever he wants, and they would have to bend and bow to him. So he could really, he can renegotiate the, a contract and say, "Look, I'm going to do one fight, but you guys got to give me all." These he things. can attempt to renegotiate. He's going to get money. He's going to get paid either way. Like I said a few minutes ago, it probably was already part of the negotiations to bring the UFC in on this deal, and for them to allow him to go and do it. Like the terms are probably already set. I'm just saying that this whole crazy pipe dream that he's going to just continue boxing is way out of the realm of possibility right now. He is going to have to go back to MMA and he is going to have to fight. Or he can try to sit on this money, but everybody knows he spends money like it's like he's printing it. And he is going to need to fight to get money. But he's right. not going to reach. He's not going to reach this amount of money. He's making boxing again without somebody like Floyd Mayweather, Canelo Alvarez is not going to provide that for him. He's going to be able to make a pretty decent amount of money, but it's it's going to be half of what he made tonight. I mean, well, I mean, easily. In the fight world, he is now Floyd Mayweather, though. There's He's no not. Else. But no, who who's gonna who's Ryan? Gonna make Ryan, Ryan. No, I think you're missing my point right now. Right now, I'm just saying, in the fight world right now, Conor McGregor is Floyd Mayweather. There's no one above Conor McGregor, except for Floyd. He exactly. Now that Floyd's gone, it's Conor McGregor. That's exactly what I, But only in MMA. Connor is not going to be a draw in boxing. Not without somebody like Floyd Mayweather. He did great tonight. He showed a lot of people things. But the fight ended exactly like it should have. It's going to do the same thing against Canelo. It would probably be the same thing against Triple G. Sure, he's got a pretty good shot. He's shown he can, he can knock Polly around in sparring. But conventional wisdom says the boxer beats him in, in an actual boxing fight. Pure boxing fans are not going to buy that again. And there's not enough of the MMA community that's going to support this again and be like, yeah, well, let's go give him the money to go do something while we sit here and suffer waiting for something good to come in MMA. This this was a once 
in a lifetime opportunity tonight. And I don't, there's, unless it's a, unless it's a rematch against Floyd, the lightning's not going to strike twice like that for him. Likewise though, there's no one in MMA. That's a draw for him. Except for the Diaz fight. That's where your big money fights at right there. Him and Nick Diaz, him and Nick Diaz three at Madison square garden. Nate Diaz. That's sorry. Nate, whatever. It's, 2.50 in the fucking morning. But Him and DS3 is is but, the or Habib in Russia. Those are your two fights. You, you can't do Habib because you already have the interim title fight, so he should fight Ferguson or Lee. Except for and, they're going to have him fight long before he's going to be, or Ferguson or Lee are going to be ready to fight if they're fighting in October. Because they're going I mean, to have Connor fight before the end of the year. Well, and this is the thing, like, now we're getting into, like, the whole GSP Bisping aspect of you have the interim champion because the champion couldn't fight, but now the champion's defend the belt. How how long are they going to keep, like, like Connor can't defend the belt really against Habib or Diaz when you have an interim title fight. Eventually, it's going to start getting ridiculous where it's going to be, you have the interim title fight. It's already fucking ridiculous with the number of interim belts and bullshit we had. We've learned oh, no, that conventional think, shit doesn't matter. What matters so, is making well, money. Do you, go, do you go? Do you go Connor Diaz three at welterweight, or do it? Do you do you it do for, it at one fifty five, and whoever wins fights the winner of Tony and Kevin Lee after the beginning of next year. So, we're just, it's, so you're it's, you're resetting. We're just resetting the lightweight. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, have you not I'm learned not, by I'm now? Not, it doesn't matter. I'm not, no, I'm just. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to sound aggressive. I'm not, I mean, I'm asking as a question. You, you're looking at it as a, a restart. You're taking Diaz and Connor and Lee and Ferguson with the winners fight, and that's unified title. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it as whatever's going to make the UFC the most money. They want Connor to fight before the end of the year. Maybe, depending on how bad Kevin Lee and Tony Ferguson beat the shit out of each other in October, one could be ready to fight by the New Year's card. Because they're sure as fuck probably not going to put Connor in Detroit. <coughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I can't see him being... Well, he could be ready for that one. But They're not going to put him in Detroit. They're going to save him. If, if he doesn't fight at MSG, they're saving him for New Year's. They're not going to put Connor in Detroit. I mean, I would love it. I wish. I would I would fucking love to see Conor yeah, McGregor. I mean, I mean, that ultimately depends on whether, where they're sitting on their card. Because right now their card's just completely in shambles. I mean, just trying to throw anything anywhere for the sake of trying to save the card. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean... I agree with you that Conor in Detroit doesn't make a lot of sense. But, I mean, you just lost the your super fight yeah but they'll still they'll still go on with stipe somewhere i mean yeah it's not dude i guarantee you they're not banking on i mean yeah they were with john trying to do the super fight with john but i mean it's a low level pay-per-view for them they were gonna do do john jones and stipe in a super fight in detroit over vegas why wouldn't i mean there's theoretical possibility they would put honor it in detroit I doubt it. When they can save him for the New Year's Eve card, it's either gonna be the, the it's either gonna be the the Madison Square Garden or the New Year's Eve card. 
they're going. They're gonna. They're gonna go. And it's too far gone at this point. It's not. It's not too far gone. How? Why is? How is it too far gone? It's not even. It's not even September yet. No, I know, but I mean, having GSP biz being official now, which, who are you gonna bump down? You're gonna bump down GSP, or you're gonna bump down McGregor? Or you fucking. You I can see them bumping down GSP, but the amount of hype that they've put in the last couple of months about GSP's comeback, and now they're going to say, oh, he's actually just going to be the co-main? Okay, so you're getting the comeback of GSP and Conor McGregor. I'm sorry. Hello, greatest pay-per-view ever. Mm-hmm. Two of the highest-selling pay-per-view draws <laughs> in the UFC's history yeah, okay. on the same card or- making their comebacks together at Madison Square Garden. It sells itself, Ryan. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna. I'm not saying it's going to happen because they're not going to waste four titles. But the the possibilities of doing the biggest pay per view draw of all time, right there. But I'm saying like, okay, so you put those two on there. Now you have either no solid main event for Detroit or no solid main event for. For New Year's Eve, they've done plenty, right? But they've also done plenty of pay per views without solid main events. If anything, it's the pay per view. Detroit is the pay per view between the New Year's Eve card and Madison Square Garden. It's now it's not without John Jones. It's not going to get that shiny, lovely thing. We we might get lucky enough and either get Stipe and Kane, or we're gonna get Stipe and. Toronto, Toronto last year was in the same position that's, that they got. That's exactly yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's 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 that December beginning of December pay per view. Yes, they want to make money, but it's they're not going to waste huge things on it now. Not now. It, I don't know. I could not see him putting Connor there. It would be great. It'd be awesome. But I'm, why maybe, why put him in Detroit when you can put him in Vegas on New Year's? Yeah, I guess also like with with respects to the MSG card, I'm, I mean, if you're gonna do the interim at two fifteen or at two sixteen, and then you're gonna do an, a, a, like the official at two seventeen, it just kind of looks a little off too, though. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, we're we're. Just drop the interim and just have Lee and Ferguson fight without the, uh, just have them drop, uh, just fight without the, the be number one contender fight kind of deal. Because, but then they can, you got two shiny belts, man. It's more me. It's, it's marketing, bro. Uh, it's like Eric says, everything is marketing. It's marketing. You got uh, two guys with belts traveling around at press conferences. They both got belts, take, getting pictures taken slung over their shoulders. It's, it's all about marketing, man. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing is like, I think we talked about this uh, at some point last year, earlier this year, when like all those, the, all the interim belts just popping up left, right, and center, and <clears throat> it's just the idea of like when you see belt versus belt, like the second that there's a belt involved, the 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 draw goes up, the interest goes, uh, the peak you know, skyrockets and everyone wants to see who's going to win the belt. So you, get, you put two of them together, who's going to unify? Like, I can see that for sure, like, wanting it. But at some point, like, when do people get annoyed with one guy's fighting for an interim in one month and then the following month is is 
the official one. Like, oh, people are already at that point and annoyed by it. But again, when you can put posters and try to get casuals, you got two guys fighting for a belt to unify. They're not. I mean, they're still trying to put together cards that appease the hardcore fans, but they're also working to try to bring in the casuals and get new fans. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I was just talking to Kara tonight, trying to explain to her the whole GSP Bisbing Whitaker thing, and she was just like confused as to why they gave one guy the one belt when. The champion was unable, but then he is able, but then he's not going to fight. The end, like she couldn't figure it out. So I mean, I, 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 I me and you have had this discussion hundreds of times over with, with when it comes to interim belts. I mean, it's just it's just too much. Well, okay. I mean, again, another good example of belts not making a fucking sense and mattering anyway. They stripped Conor McGregor last year, gave the belt to Jose Aldo. And then now we have to have an interim title belt fight to save a pay-per-view between Holloway and Pettis. Right, right, and then right. Pettis doesn't make weight, so now the belt only counts if Holloway wins it. it this shit doesn't matter, man. They, 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 they don't give a fuck. They're just trying to put together fights that will draw people in. And if you've got a belt involved, it you can hype shit up more. Uh, and and actually, uh, based off that point, one point. How about uh, for tonight with the with the with the co-main, the oh, champion yeah. not being stripped, and the only way that he could, I mean, the only way that there was gonna be a champion crowned was if the challenger had won. Right. Yeah. I we, mean, we were trying I mean, to figure that out. I mean, can, I mean, can you imagine if you know next month Mighty Mouse steps on the scale and he's one twenty seven, doesn't make weight, and all of a sudden. Ray Borg's the only one that can make. I, mean, I don't know if I like. I don't. It's only ever been a challenger or a or a or two non-champions fighting for a belt where that's happened in UFC, I believe. It was Travis Luter and then and Pettis was the only times it, it happened. Yeah. Yep. I don't know, man. I, it's 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 a shitstorm. Something's got to happen. But well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, the UFC. I think I, I'm kind of interested in seeing where they go from here. UFC, because now they have this one stacked card in November. They have an if an iffy card next month. What's uh, they have anything out of in October yet? Yeah, October is two sixteen. Is, uh, is October? I mean, uh. Yeah, who who's two sixteen? That's where Ferguson My, and okay, okay, so that's okay. So, but so they have it's not the main event. I don't know who's the main event. So yeah, UFC has a I mean, they have a lot that they can do between like well with two sixteen and with two eighteen and then ultimately two nineteen. It's kind of interesting where they're gonna go now after everything that happened tonight with Connor. Uh. Ultimately, I think Connor fights in the UFC again before the end of the year. Without a doubt, they need that big pay per view push. So either throw. I wonder. Him... I'm excited how they're gonna how they're gonna promote him. Being that being that it was out of the element and all that kind of stuff. 
Oh, I mean, in the long run, he didn't take a lot of damage. And no, I mean, he he got hit, but not like you know the damage that he takes in an MMA fight. He's got no damage to his legs, you know, nothing like that. <laughs> he didn't go through a hard training camp of wrestling and jujitsu and and you know hard sparring or just sparring in general outside of what he did for boxing, but taking kicks and shit like that. So his body's probably in relatively good shape. He could probably get back into camp relatively quickly. I mean, we've seen Connor get back into camp relatively quickly after MMA fights. So I can imagine, within a, especially coming off of a loss, that's probably going to motivate him. Yeah, I mean, and... <clears throat> And this was a loss. Well, like you said, like when it comes to damage, he took less damage overall. I would say in this fight than he did in the first DS fight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that first DS fight was in March, and he was signed, sealed, delivered for July before everything hit the fan. Then, right. So I, so I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of what do they, I mean. Do they do they really truly try to do the Habib fight? Do they wait and see what happens with Liam Ferguson? Like, I mean, does he even? I mean, why not? I guess. I mean, why not New Year's Eve? Uh, Connor and Nate. Uh, that's. I mean, it makes sense. That's. I mean. I mean, just. Talk, I mean, just through the discussion now, like this kind of breaking things out of my head. I mean, I can definitely see that one making a lot of, a lot of things they want to, if that wouldn't, I mean, that would sell huge. I mean, they don't really have much. I mean, they don't know what's going on with the light heavyweight. Who knows what's going on with heavyweight? Well, Everything else basically tied down. And like I said, matters. Yeah. And like I said, throwing him on Madison square garden wouldn't, make a lot of sense, but it would financially. And it wouldn't see him do it because why the fuck would you waste having four title fights on one card and well I mean if they put four the one and but then they risk the chance that fight pass crashes again. True. <laughs> I mean I mean obviously it's that wouldn't happen, but I mean this But I definitely I definitely see what you're, I, I see your point though with with Master Square Runs. I just don't see how they would market four title fights with two returning big name fighters. What do you mean? That that it sells itself, bro. It's just, but I mean, like, but I mean, yeah, I know. You, then just, you feel bad for the other two people fighting for title, or the other four people fighting for titles on that card because TJ. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't mean it that way. I mean, I mean, like in the sense of like, like. The other the other cards at the end of the year would take such a big hit. I mean, why I I I'm looking at it as like stretch your title fight. Well, you're, right. Try and stretch them as as much as you can. I agree with you, but let's but remember, look at look at the end of last year from Madison. Okay, from Madison Square Garden from from two oh five on. Right. Uh, you know, without Ronda Rousey. That New Year's Eve card doesn't sell shit. No, that that yeah, that one that one took a big hit. Okay. Um January. What was there? Nothing of real note. 
if I can remember correctly. No, but but that, but I mean, half of their problem is that they went so title heavy early on. Well, right. First, they went so title heavy late last year that early this year kind of took a hit. Well, yeah, because they were trying to make up that last or get that last the end of the fucking quarter of the year payment, make that money. You, I got a yeah. Why would better have my money? If they if they, if they if they took the hit last year, why would they want to do the same thing this year? They took a hit last year. Oh, they didn't really putting... take it. I mean, they didn't really take a hit because they made it back. They make back up on well, it. Well, fin- yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, they they go through a big wall and then they get a big key. Right. But... Exactly. It's business. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. It sucks for us, but they know what they're doing. I mean, and I, I mean, I mean, ultimately, that that's where it kind of gets interesting with Bellator, with Bellator signing up all these UFC fighters or these these name guys, like. Yeah, but Bellator you know, sucks at marketing. That's their biggest problem. But if I mean, say Bellator starts getting like, a, I mean, this is I mean, this is the old what if game that we always play that we always hate playing. But if Bellator can find a way to like, you know, UFC's got nothing. The Detroit cards crap. Just say, and Bellator can somehow figure something out. They can put out two title fights and like a couple legends in a in a fight that sounds interesting. I might be more leaning towards the Bellator card, but the problem is that they got to figure out their pay per view models because their pay per view models don't work. Their like that their Madison Square Garden card would have been really fun. But they they just didn't do it the right way. Uh, to your to your point, like if they could figure out the proper way to situate things, when UFC's at a down point, they could make a killing. Yeah, if Bellator marketed things better. They could make a killing, but they don't. And I mean, Ryzen doesn't do a very good job of marketing either. In comparison to the UFC. So, I don't know. I don't know. Well, We're well, the, the tough part. Uh, even uh, just sorry to cut you off, but no, you're good. Even like Ryzen and Bellator, like those two, like going together would have been really good. But the fact that they, they fell apart, I think that hurt them because if you could have certain guys going cross promotions, like like uh, Horiguchi fighting in Bellator in a fight and they fighting in Ryzen in a fight. That would be awesome. Well, Bellator guys still fighting Ryzen, but they don't cross. I just mean they don't cross promote. Like not this, the way not they, really, but I mean they still. Get, bit, I mean, they don't have the partnership that they did originally, where you know Fedor was fighting in the you know in the that first Ryzen card. Oh and, right, and right, shit like right. that. But like King Mo fought. In the, yeah, he uh, Krokop, right? yeah, he fought in the the tournament against Krokop. Um, there's been some other Bellator fighters, but it, you know, they learn. I think, I mean, being the end of August, I mean, this is always the lull period. Like September, October is where it's kind of dips down before it kind of builds up to that. Uh, end of the year crescendo so i'm i'm just i'm just really curious to see where ufc ultimately goes like 
like to your point, like I, 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 I'm not trying to say that Kamara doesn't fight in UFC again, but I, I think that the UFC will try to figure out a way to make money off Conor McGregor as, I mean, for lack of a better term, like a, a shy, a sideshow uh, attraction. I could see them trying their hardest to try and make as much money any which way they can off of him. It's just a matter of where they where they go from here because they're so tied up in New York, Detroit, like you said, and we've we've already we've already beaten it already. It's looking really bleak. New Year's Eve, we usually kind of have a hinkling of what's happening. At this point in time, there's kind of rumblings of things, and there's nothing yet. Like, Well, not necessarily, because we didn't know anything about New Year's Eve uh, last year. I thought there was already talk about Wanda coming back around this time. Or maybe, was it maybe late? Well, I guess I thought, maybe I don't know. I guess maybe you're right because two hundred. I, I, I don't think it was necessarily like the, the talk of like the the fight, but it was the that it was more the talk of the possibility. Like there was always like the rumors, but there's no rumors that I I, I should say that I, uh, to clarify. Well, no, do you I, do you think part of the reason why we really haven't heard anything about New Year's Eve was because they were waiting to see how the outcome of this fight turned out? Because why start putting yeah, smoke? You know, yeah, you know what? That makes like, cause, I mean, stick with me, kid. I got you. That you know what? That <laughs> that's fucking. You know, you're, now they're putting that with the whole Nate Connor. Bro. Now Nate has fuel of Connor losing in the boxing and being out boxed by Nate. I mean, I can. Dude, I should you have know, a, I should have a job in like the fucking promotion. It just it all makes sense in my head. Yeah, that you know what like that. You know what it comes from being a fucking musician. I think about promotional shit and I think about ways to fucking make bangs and and have big shows and make money for bars so that they pay me a minuscule amount of money, but still a decent amount of money. For hey. being so schmuck, sense makes dollars. Dollars make sense. Whatever that. Uh, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That that uh, yeah. My man I mean, Chris I mean, Johnson it, used to say that all the time. You know, like, it, like you know, I, I'm really now my brain's fully wrapped around Nate and Connor on New Year's Eve now. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we. <Fully laughs> on, on, like I can't get off this. Okay, we are going to wrap up the show because we are an hour and this episode is longer than the episode we did on Thursday. It is quarter after <laughs> three in the morning. I want to go to bed. <laughs> we will unfurl this whole Nate and Connor thing at a later date. News breaks that Jeff was correct on Nate and Connor on New Year's Eve. Fucking watch it happen. I'm gonna... <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> like I said, stick with me, kid. I'll learn you. We're going places. Goddamn right. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a fun uh, 
interesting episode of After the Bell. We laughed, we cried, we fought. We love each other. We made up. It's what we do. <laughs> Everything's about marketing, man. I think like That's a marketer. That's why you got to know what I'm coming from is the shit that makes dollars and makes sense. Everything is marketing. I, I, I can still think as a fight fan, and I can, but I can separate the two things. Separate. Yeah, I separate my fight I, fan I, brain. I, don't have that I, I, well, it's 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 one of those things I've learned over the years, man. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> no, but it, 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 hey, turn me around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not combative to be an asshole. I'm combative because I'm trying to express the way that the marketing and the UFC and the businesses are thinking to try to make money. Cause ultimately to them, that's what it's all about. Back when Frank and Lorenzo ran the company, it was about putting on the best possible fights, but that era right, is yeah. long gone now. now. But now, now it's all entertainment and making them and making the bills. Exactly. Got to pay that fucking loan back that they shelled out to pay Lorenzo and Frank. Yeah. 4.2 just doesn't grow on trees anymore. Goddamn right. It don't. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get the fuck up out of here. All right. This was let's fun. We will. Uh, it was. We will definitely. This is. This will not be the last time for after the bell. I'm sure more will be coming over a period I, of time. I, I highly doubt it. No, it was fun. Like watching the fights. Like getting, you know, you, like I said, you get high on the emotions of the fight, and you just want to fucking. Just wanted to rant and rave about whatever you just saw, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, I had to turn it down because I was trying to play the fucking outro song. And it, uh, and it just automatically started an ad and fucked everything up. So, fuck you, technology. So we're just going to uh, do... Oh, this never existed. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yep, we're just going to do a cold outro. <laughs> We'll see you guys yeah. next week. Uh, yeah. For Ryan, I'm Jeff, and uh, enjoy.